Hello and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready and Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Katri, I'm free right now. Uh, thank you. Yesterday is uh, April 13, 2021. The time is about 11.30 a.m. Ready Newman PC does conduct Zoom conference calls every single day. For those people who are in the conference call, um, Zoom call, you can um, raise your hand. You'll be announced with your name to ask the question. For those people who are listening to this in other medias, you can check our timings at rnlockgroup.com. Likita? Sir, uh, like I spoke to you last week regarding the physical therapist, uh, like adjustment of status and I email yes you emailed me we have received some RFEs on it at this point of time we do not have results for you okay. so I would not recommend that you convert into premium processing right now until things are a little bit more clarity has been given by the USCIS okay. even you recommend after getting the biometric and EAD card you recommend not to go with the premium processing? Not, not, to, not to go with premium processing and not to use the EAD in advance. Okay. Thank you, sir. Okay. I, w- I mean, I, I don't want you to the scapegoat. I would rather want to have somebody else to have it. So according to our study, there are some RFEs, some of them, we haven't seen any approvals yet. We've only seen RFEs, the people who have done premium processing. So once the USCS establishes a policy, though, Okay. At that point of time, you can make a decision either you want to do premium processing or maybe even withdraw the entire application. Okay. And if we withdraw the entire application, our EB2 will still be valid. You're absolutely right. Your EB2 will be still valid. Let's go to the next call. Gayatri. Ram. Uh, Hi. uh, Can you hear me? Yes, I can, Ram. Awesome. Hey, uh, thank you for doing this. Uh, I'm just a question for a family member. Uh, The candidate works in India. And he had a H-1B approved through his current employer, uh, I think last year or before that. And uh, unfortunately, uh, they never got to travel to U.S. on a H-1B visa due to project delays and then COVID happened. So, but did they got the stamping? Did they get they the stamping? No, they, they never got the stamping also. Technically speaking about if they don't get the stamping and they've never been here on I-94 in the United States, they are not counted towards the H-1B number. Okay. The only exception is that if the H-1B is still valid, if the same company files the H-1B, I mean, uh, if the same company wants to come here, then that's a different issue though. But otherwise, he's technically not counted towards the H-1B number. Okay. Oh, that's, this kind of answers my question. So, uh, just a little, uh, more detail to that. Uh, the H1B that got approved had, uh, had expired on 31st of March, the last month. So, uh, so if my question is, uh, 
so if if he were to find another employer immediately if he were to file another employer though he will have to go through the lottery system okay there is a chance there is a chance if he goes to the same employer the uscis may interpret as if that he's already been counted but if it goes to another employer for sure he'll be out but it's just depends on uh, it just depends on if um, it, it depends on if the uscis office, it depends on the officer if it goes to the same employer okay 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 so 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 if it, even if it's the same employer then also it's a may or may not be situation that's right if it's a different employer it's completely gone awesome Th- thank you so much sir adityan adityan oh yeah hi sir i was talking on mute um um couple of questions i am on eb2 and my priority is uh, 2014 march and my employer is not willing to downgrade uh, and he wants to blackmail probably so i want to shift my um, employer i want to go to a different is it a small now. consulting company or a big company no it's a very big one humangus <laughs> so they have they have huge applications they don't want i know pay. i know companies like humangus right. are not doing downgrade okay right so uh, my my h1 is approved i have till 2023 but my wife's uh, h4 and h4 ead both are in process our biometrics are done since one month and one, still her one, h- one one problem i have with you right now is what is the priority date you said march 2014 even if you go join some other company right now they're going to file the labor certification it will take Correct. approximately 2 years for you to get the entire i140 approval my question to you is even though this particular company is not downgrading you to the eb3 and i can you know i know you did not name the company but i'm telling you the cognizant some other companies are not doing it right but is it worth right now to move to a different company that's um, my main actually, question right so i got a very good offer one of my dream no, job so no there is see. no let me tell you one thing right now there is only one dream if i were you get rid of rahul reddy in your life i mean there can't <laughs> be anything else Correct. so 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 so, so, so i'm considering even if it's a dream job you know even if tesla comes with an offer with 100000 more would i move would i not move i mean it's a very tough call for you though i am i'm very reluctant right now to move out because right. so, you may miss the boat in september i may be wrong believe me i've gone wrong so many times one 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 question here rahul exactly that's fair so even if assume that in september or october my date becomes current if i change my employer now if i wait for two years i can still get my gc right by then also my priority date would be current right maybe maybe not remember that covid has been a boon for you guys covid has been a boon once the covid goes everything goes back and i remember that 2001 to move from march to april 2001 it took 7 to 8 years from 1996 to move afterwards it took 7 to 8 years from may 1st to 2010 it took 9 years to move out of that date right now so i don't know how it's going to be right now so, we're just discussing uh, all these are discussing uh, you know zero not you're not 
proposing anything illegal i'm not proposing anything illegal but go ahead Correct. what do you so, what is your idea now so my idea is uh, if i change my employer now after two by two years i will be done with my process by then i'm expecting my date would be current so i can get what if it's that not is, what if it what if it's not so the downgrading or going with the eb2 will still be an issue i think if if it is not then i will stuck in the queue again that's a risk so but but, but can you make this move in in september you will come to know what's going on we're almost oh, okay. in five months left you see my point right right maybe i can also request for that one other question is my assume if i have to join right away if the new employer asks me to join right away my wife's h4 biometrics are done so if i move that's not a big issue that's not a big issue though your h4 should still be approved if you move to a different company i would suggest that you file one more h4 procedure just as a safety purpose okay but will her current process be voided and again 95 90, 95% of the time they will approve our current h4 pcad there is only 5% chance that they may deny it because your big company withdraws h1b there's only 5% chance that it may be denied and uh, what happens to her ead application if h4 is denied ead will be denied too when you join okay. the new company file one more h4 pcad as a backup plan not as a primary okay. plan if this fails okay. you go into that one but at this point of time your h4 ead should not be the primary focus of you making the decision it should be whether or not you are going to will take a risk for the next two years not being in adjustment of status let's go to the next caller guys okay thanks a lot yeah kiran kumar yeah. hi rahul uh, this is kiran uh, thanks for the opportunity um am i audible yes you are yep so um i'm maxing out on my h1b on uh, june june to 10th this year and my company has uh, filed uh, my premium my, my my perm on december 15th last year 2020 so um mm. what are the chances of getting premium uh, sorry perm approved and what should i do scenario it's not just perm approval is not going to make you any difference you need to get your i140 approval if they filed in december right now they are adjudicating september so september october november december there are four months left you said your h1b is expiring in two months uh which yes. is june so what i would do is that i will go spend uh, i i will spend uh 25 days in mexico come back for five days 25 days in mexico come back until the june passes so that you can extend it for a, at least two more months and try your luck in that one are you married yes sir yep what's your wife's visa status she's on h4 uh uh-uh. so i would i would want you to do this called automatic revalidation if you don't have the passport visa stamping in that way you can extend for two months i want you to consult a lawyer privately so that you can think of other peer domains because it all depends on this company right now would they process a green card after you leave the company would they process a green card after you uh, after you stop working for the company will they allow you to work from india will they allow you to uh, you know will they have any problem in you going to mexico going to mexico should not be a problem because you don't even have to mention to them but you need to consider going to mexico staying outside for 25 days and coming back you may do it for so often so that you can extend your time let's go to the next caller Uh, Leo are you there? Thank you. Leo can you check the chat please? 
Let's go to the next caller, please. Gayatri. Hi, Rahul. Mahesh. Mahesh, go ahead. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking my question. So, yeah, I filed my downgrade application last October with a previous employer. Okay. So, my priority date is January 2014. So, currently, I'm not working for uh, the previous employer. So, I'm on the mm-hmm. contact one B with a different company. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I... Um, yeah, what are the no, risks for my I one party as well as for eighty five at this point of time? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, wait. I'm having a lot of I'm having a lot of distance from your phone. But anyway, is your I one forty application approved or not approved? Downgraded. Uh, yeah, downgraded application not approved. It's pending. So, what is your question right now? When you say risk, what is so happening? What is risk? Do you see uh, like because? Yeah, because I'm not currently working for the current employer, right? Like, yeah, the I, I, You told me that. You told me that. You told me that. But can you first get the I-140 approved, please? Yeah, I'm thinking whether I should go for premium processing or not. In my you case. should go for it. You should go for premium. You should go for premium processing. You should go for premium and, uh, processing. One more question is like if I, yeah, thank you. And uh, in case, uh, like if I use like uh, I-131, like uh, advanced product, not the EAE, just I-131. Uh, so can I still I don't, consider as uh, no, to? I, yes. I don't want you to use advanced parole. I don't want to use the EAD approval until your I-140 is approved. Okay, in case after I-140 is approved, right? If I use just the AP, yeah, is it considered yeah, as married to EB3? You, you will be considered to be married to the additional status if you use the EAD advance parole. Oh. Once your I-140 is approved, my first suggestion is file a 485J supplement so that you can move mm-hmm. to a different company. This I-485 application. Uh, I'm thinking to st- stick with the same sponsored employer. Uh, I don't want to you're not because... working with that company. What do you mean sticking with that company? You told you're not working. If you're because not I have, working... I am, uh, yeah, I am not working right now, but I have intentions to go back once I get 140 and I want to use... You will, have a, pro- you, will have a, you will have a problem. They will issue an RFP to file a 485J supplement with the current company that you're working. Either you go join that company after the I-140 is approved or you don't. If you don't, then file a 485J supplement with the other company. Don't leave it in limbo. You will risk your 485. Let's go to the next caller, please. Ajay. Thank you. Hey, thanks for giving the opportunity. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, Ajay. Okay. I filed uh, my 485 when my H4 was pending for my wife and kids uh, mm-hmm. since June 2020. Their biometric mm-hmm. is done. Uh, our 485 biometric is done yesterday only. Uh, we were planning to wait, travel wait, to wait, India. Wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. You said you filed 485 when? Uh, on November 30th, very last day of November okay. 2020. So the biometrics, yeah. okay, biometrics are done. Okay, go ahead. Yes. And the, the, the question is H4 was pending when we filed and H4 is not yet received. So can we still travel to India and get H4 stamping? And if we go and get it stamped, uh, what will be the, you know, outcome of the, the H4 the H, is the Is the H4, is it an extension or is it a transfer from some other? It's an extension. Yeah, it's Absolutely. an extension. You, you, you will not have any problem. You can go and get the stamping and come back. And this H4 will be approved. It will not have any problem. It may have a mismatch with the I-94, but it won't affect your 485 application. Okay. And the, the follow-up question, my son is 13 year old. I got my 485 um, biometric done, but I didn't file the EAD and advanced payroll because it was very late uh, to fill those forms. We didn't get mm-hmm. time. 
So sh- mm-hmm. I am planning to file it now. My I-140 is approved. Everything is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. File it. File it. File it. I mean, whether you want to use it or not is a different issue. File it. So he's 13 year old. So like I have heard that if you have teenager kid, don't use it. My priority date is May 2014. I, I got the point. I got the point. Mm-hmm. Um, I would file it. I would file it. And, uh, and, and come to this Zoom call in October. We can give you better guidance at that point of time, how the priority dates move. But for okay. now, go ahead, file it. Because you have nothing okay. to lose. It's free. It's filing fees is free. You can use it or not. It depends on later on. But I would file it though, if I were you. Okay. okay. Makes sense. Thank you, sir. Next caller, please. Amit. Uh, yeah. 13 years is a little bit, ah, uh, it's, 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 it's a, it's a judgment call. I would rather, um, give a judgment, you know, September would be ideal for him. Uh, to call back in Zoom because things change. Go ahead, next call, uh, go, uh, question, please. Amit? Hey, Rahul. Yeah. Yes. You, you can hear me, right? Yeah. So yes. I have one, like I was working for company A in like till mm-hmm. 2013, 14 time. I got my mm-hmm. EB3 in uh, like 2014 and nice. priority date September 2013, but I mm-hmm. moved to company B and, um, I got EB2, um, same priority date, September 2013. And now, uh, there is no option of downgrade with, with the company B. Mm-hmm. So now the scenario is company A is sold to company C and mm-hmm. company C is now giving me offer. Okay. And I am in dilemma whether I should take that or wait for this September to file my. Wow. So company A is sold to company C. Now right. the main question that pops up to me right now is will company C is willing to use that labors, that I-140 and amend the I-140? That will be the major question. They have done for all the employees from company A. So all the people from company A to company C, they have filed the amendments though. Now these are new, new applications and amendment. Okay. Uh, Are they willing, are they willing to do to you? So that they told like, like they are not writing it in email, but they are saying they have the documentation required and they have done okay. it for. Yeah. I mean, they don't have to write it. Even if they write it, they can violate it and there's nothing you can do about it. Um, I, it looks, it looks very, it looks very sensible for me to go and join the company, but can you wait until can you wait until this September? Who knows the CB2 might move forward. Yes, like uh, that's the dilemma. I mean, like I don't know whether I can. I, I, miss, I mean, I, 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 it's very hard for me to judge, make a judgment call for you. Yeah, yeah. So, like with the current scenario, do you think there are chances with the EB2 as well, or? I, yes, I think so. I think so. There are chances for EB2 also to move forward. The reason is that a lot of people have filed um, applications in EB3. There are not many people after, uh, May 1st of 2011 who are, way, who are in additional status. So there may be a fast movement in EB2. Another reason why EB2 may move forward is what happens is that the unused green cards from EB1 will fall to EB2. They don't fall to EB3. Okay. So, but Amit, at this point of time, you are just calling me to make the judgment call. It's tough for me to make this judgment call. 
Um, yeah. Check with me in September if you want to wait. Check with me in September. It, it, I may have a little bit more clarity at that time. Okay. Sorry. Next person, please. Thank you. Meenakshi. Thank you. Meenakshi. Uh, yeah. Hi. Um, thank you, Rahul, for taking my call. So I have a question. My parents are here from the past six months and they're uh, supposed to depart on the 17th of this month. Um, mm-hmm. But taking in, taking in, their I-94 expires on the 21st, which is the when, next Wednesday. Taking into mm-hmm. consideration the rising cases in India, I'm a little worried. Do you think I can extend them right now? Yes, you can. If you want to extend them, you can file an application right now. And the USCIS has to re- receive the application before 21st. You know, there are people who are filing the application. There are a lot of errors that are occurring. I would recommend if you're filing for your mom and dad, do it online. You just have to pay some extra fees, but you will avoid a lot of difficulties that people are facing. Oh, gotcha. And just a follow-up thing. Um, I actually got their visit visa when I was on my F1, but right now I'm on a H4 visa and unluckily it is still under processing. My extension for H4 is still under processing. Mm-hmm. So can my husband, uh, who's on his H1, which is approved until 2023, uh, file for it? Like, no, it's, the... they have to, they have to file it. B2 is given to them, Minakshi. It's not given to you. Okay. Uh, you just put a letter there. That's all. That doesn't mean that B2 is given to you. It is given to them. So they, they need to file an extension. Yeah, a financial support can be shown by your husband or you. That doesn't matter. The fact that you have H4 still not approved, it doesn't matter. It doesn't okay. matter. They're fine. You can file the extension for them. Uh, but they can file the extension for them. Next caller, please. Awesome. Thank you. Chaudhary. Hey, Rahul. Thanks for this opportunity. Yes, uh, I have sure. a question here. So currently, mm-hmm. my PWD process is going on and... Uh, uh, my H1, my six years of H1 is about to complete next October. So is there a fair chances of completing my I-140 by that time? Okay. Your prevailing wages, when were they been filed? Uh, this year, July. Last, sorry, last year, uh, July 2020. Wow, that's a long time. Prevailing wages only taking five to six months. Yeah, I'm not sure, but uh, maybe like because of this COVID situation, I'm I'm checking with my attorney continuously, but they're saying the same thing. These days it is taking long time. And the other thing here is like, I'm the only person um, working on H1B, I mean, on on H1B status for my company. And they're not uh, completely aware of this immigration rules. That might be one of the... what What about your lawyer though? Is he not aware of the immigration law? Uh, he should I'm be. Bit, uh, well, he should be. Yeah. So I'm a bit worried. If it's filed in July, it should be approved by this time. Or they should refile the prevailing wages. There's something absolutely wrong about it. You see my point? Yeah, yeah. I got your point. So what is that I can do from my end in order to... Ask uh, them with, why, why is it taking that long time? It's only taking five months, six months. You're telling about, you're speaking about 10, 11 months. No, there's something wrong. Can you check it? Can you check with the labor department to see what's going on? Can I have a copy of the prevailing wage that was filed? Okay. Because like, you can, uh, you can have, I... they won't give it to, they won't give it to you, but you should speak with your HR and the HR exactly. should ask them. 
Mm-hmm. But right now, see, the thing is like uh, if you, if you, we, have a, we have a we have we have a principle that I have a principle yeah. that you lost a ring in the dark. Don't mm-hmm. come. Don't, don't search in the light. So right now, that's where you need to check. Not here. There is something wrong there. You lost it. You need to go find it out there and get back to us where it is because there is something wrong in what they are telling and what you are interpreting to us. Let's go to the next person, please. Uh, Rahul, one more question. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So like uh, I have my, uh, this is my case. Like I have my I-140 approved for, uh, with one company. When was that approved? Uh, it was like 2019. Did you left the company after six months after the, the I-140 is approved? Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm still with that same company. The previous question is with regards to my wife. Okay. Oh, okay. Got the point. Okay. Well, yeah. then, so, then, 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 when is your H1 be expiring? H1 October, my one? Yes, sir. Yeah, my one, uh, it, it is until 2023. Do one thing. File H4 plus EAD for a right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, the thing is like, uh, I don't want my wife to be on H4 and again, moving back to H1, it it's, will be a problem, right? Why would it be a problem from moving back to H4 to H1? She's not subject to cap. You can still process the I-140 on H4. Oh, okay. So you what you are recommending have, you, is- Yeah, you may want to have a consultation with me privately with your wife on the phone and we can strategize all these things to you because you're under the wrong assumption. I would have filed for her H4 plus EAD long time ago. And on H4 EAD, she can still continue the I-140 process. And once the I-140 is approved, whenever she wants to, she can move back to the H4 without subject to cap. Okay. I mean, like back to H1 without yeah. subject to cap. No, she doesn't need to be cap. She will have her I-140 approved. So next person, okay. please. I, being an H4 EAD for her would be much better. And then having an I-140 approval is always good too. Let's go to the next caller, please. Advik. Hey, um, hi Rahul. So I'm yes. changing. I'm on currently on H1B, I-140 approved. Um, I'm trying to change from employer A to B. And employer B, the new one, wants me to join in two weeks. But I have a huge payout, like around 70 grand for employer A from employer A in three weeks. So is it okay to join in three weeks and have an overlap of one week payroll between A and B? The overlap of payroll, are you working for both the companies? Yeah. Technically, no, you're, not yes. supposed to. you're not supposed to work for both the companies. Yeah. So I have to it's wait to for cost three problem. weeks. You, yeah. Wait for until you complete this one and then go join the other one. So basically they cannot be overlap. Okay. No, they should not be overlapped. Okay. Okay. Next person. Uh, and uh, the, I have Sorry. another question, quick question. So my mm-hmm. wife is also on H1B I140 approved, but she mm-hmm. wants to take like, uh, she's working on a tech uh, job like uh, in Seattle area, but she wants to try something else as a profession apart from that. So can she come to H4 and can can she go back to H1 later if she doesn't want to? And, you, you, and you have the I140 approval? Yes, both of us have I-140. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I was telling. She can come back to H4. She can become a lawyer like me and then go back to the tech job if she wants to. 
on H4 EAD, she can work as in you know, a flipping the McDonald's uh, burger or she can be a Microsoft yeah. CEO. Okay. So, and she can do multiple things. That's the liberty. On she the can, H4. she can do both. She can flip the burger and be a Microsoft CEO too. But she can also get back to H1 whenever something south goes. That's right. Because you told me that the I-140 has been approved for more yes. than six months. I am assuming this one added this. Yeah, one. it's more than. Um, and then she has been counted toward the H1B number. She can convert into any time in her life until her life exists. She doesn't mm-hmm. need to be counted toward the H1B number. Okay. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah, right. Next caller, please. Shruti Reddy. Hi Rahul, thanks for the opportunity. So I have two questions. One is I am hearing the rumor that um, H1B um, people on H1B cannot invest on cannabis stocks. Is that real? There is no enforcement at this point of time, though. Cannabis is illegal. If you have done so previously, don't do it anymore. That's my advice to you. Okay, so I mean, like it's just an investment because it's being used in medicine. So. I'm in a dilemma. I am not going to. No, I would suggest, I would not suggest you to invest because it is illegal in United States of America. And you may say, how, how come it's legal in California? How come it's legal in Colorado? How come it's legal in New York? It may be legal. I'm not telling there is something, there are two jurisdictions. One is the state law. One is the federal law. According to the federal law, it is illegal. Especially when it comes to the immigrants, what happens is that they ask these questions when we go for the green card. Have you used any cannabis? And if they say yes, guess what? They're going to cancel. They're not going to give the green card. Now, they haven't yet started using it. Have you encouraged anybody in cannabis? They have not started using it. I don't know when they will start using it. I don't want to take a risk. So uh, I, I I cannot authorize you to do it. It's up to you if you want to. But have I seen anybody getting denial? No. Have I seen denial for cannabis use? Yes. Plenty of them. Some of them were being turned down in the airport for using cannabis and they were being sent back because that's illegal according to the federal law and immigration is a federal law, not a state law. Let's, let's go to the last uh, caller. Um, I have another question. Sorry. Go ahead. So, yeah. So my H1B is picked up in the lottery, but my H4 is not yet approved. My husband's um, H1 is approved, but my H4 is still in progress. I know it's taking a long time. I planned, uh, initially planned to go to India, get my stamping done, but because of these um, raise in COVID cases, I didn't, uh, and I aborted that plan. Thinking that I can join in H1, uh, I can join. Um, so you yeah. can you can still file a change of status right now, even though your H4 is not granted. You can request for a change of status grant. There are some officers that will pull the file of the H4 and approve your H4 and H1B at the same time. There are some officers that will not do it. In that case, then you will have to go to the consular processing for H1B. It's my own, I mean, like my uh, H1B is just picked up in the lottery. It's not yet filed. My attorney is saying that I only have two options, either go to India or any other country. Can I go to Mexico and get my H4 stamped? H4 stamped? Yes, H4. You can, you can, if they allow you, you can go to Mexico or Canada to get the stamp. Yeah. And there is another option called consular processing, which I cannot use because I'm due in November. So I can't, I mean, the counselor processing um, to apply my H1 so that I can. I, I got, I, 
Yeah, but uh, there is another third option too, is you can request the H-1B person, H-1B officer to adjudicate both H-4 and H-1Bs. 50% of the time we are successful, 50% of the time we are not successful. So can I try both the options, going to Mexico, get my H-4 stamped and um, if, um, I mean, I... I, Ma'am, if you you go and go to Mexico and get the stamp, you don't have to worry about the second thing. You can just file a change of status application. But you have to get it done before June 30th though. Right, right. So Mexico being safe, like I thought I can try that option. You can try if they're open and if they're willing to take the third country national. They are taking very limited third country nationals. You can go and get the stamping. Absolutely no problem. Sure. We'll go to the last caller. No, too many questions. So you have to give a chance to. Next caller. Last caller, please. Hi, Rahul. Thank you for taking my question. Uh, First question I have is my husband has been uh, working for a company A and his mm-hmm. H1 is with company A and uh, mm-hmm. he's working to the client through a company B. What company B is mm-hmm. doing is they came up with the law that you have to become a full-time with them or else they are going to terminate your contract. So mm-hmm. my husband applied for, uh, he agreed because we had a couple of issues because the company A is not paying salary well and they are mm-hmm. paying like six months back. They mm-hmm. say invite, delay, or whatever it is. So they are doing mm-hmm. this thing. So because of that, we decided, okay, let, let's go with company B. So mm-hmm. company B applied for H1 transfer that got approved with the company A. My husband's H1 was expiring in April. So they mm-hmm. also applied for extension that got approved mm-hmm. a week after company B's H1 got approved. So mm-hmm. now. Can he still go to company B or he still have to stay back with company A? He doesn't have to stay with company A. He can go to company B. And you may ask me the question, oh, oh, mm-hmm. what about the last action rule that you yes. read in the internet? Uh, that last action rule is not applicable if two of them are H1Bs. If one is H4, one is H1B, the last action rule works. If is one is L1, one is H1B, the last action rule works. If both... If both are H-1Bs, you can pick whichever company you want to. He doesn't have to go with company A. He's good. Okay. So, Rahul, the other thing is since they are holding six-month salary, we are going to lose that, right? No. Um, I would suggest that once he moves to the company mm-hmm. B, Okay. ask them the salary. Mm-hmm. Okay. If they don't give it, I want you to note it down. Do you have a pen and a paper or a computer? Yeah. It's called WH4, D, Department of Labor, WH4. Okay. You fill that form out. Mm-hmm. Your husband fills the form out. Hey, buddy, you owe me six months salary. Okay. Okay. He's, he don't complain to the DOL. You know why? Because mm-hmm. if the DOL goes after the company, they will go after all the employees. You might get only a penny out of what he's worth. The guy, company mm-hmm. might declare insolvency. Is that right? So you okay. fill that thing out, send it to mm-hmm. the company. Hey, buddy, pay me the money. Otherwise, I'm going to complain to the Department of Labor. Guess what? Money comes mm-hmm. so fast, believe me. Because if you send that one to the Department of Labor that you did not got paid for six months, the Department of Labor practically will close the company. It's not like they didn't play. What they did is like they one month since we... We work as a contractor. We work, we get paid or else we don't get paid. So what they do is... No, ma'am. 
no ma'am that's not that's not legal according to department department okay that's not legal you are okay. supposed I... to be paid each month you are supposed to each paycheck you are supposed to be paid if they didn't paid you you take this wh4 they'll get the work anyway you said you're losing the money use this method it works ma'am believe me it okay. works thank you the last question That... i have is my oh, date become current um, october 2020 Okay, so uh-huh. we applied for 485. Uh, the mm-hmm. my primary company is good, but what they are telling is like the client is ending the project in April end. So I may have to go to different company if I want to stay with family because yes. uh, I have been moving. Oh, so so what about your what what about your I140 though? Is it uh, in October I did you file I140? I approved like three years back. Is it so you filed under EB2 or EB3? I filed under EB two, and my I one forty was. I got it. Uh, I got it. So right now, find a company, file a four eight five J supplement. You're free. Okay, then I do. You, I still need to transfer my H one. I still do not have EAD in my hand. Ah, if your EAD is not there, you have uh-huh. to transfer the H one B ma'am. Okay, I have to transfer my H one, and I also have to apply for four eighty five J. Four eighty five J supplement. Yeah, that's right, ma'am. That's right. You don't have to do the premium processing transfer. You can just file a normal processing. Okay. That's great. Thank you guys Thank for you coming in much. the next conference call. Uh, don't forget that we do have a um, YouTube and Facebook live uh, at 5 p.m. Central Time. We take live questions there. Me and Emily Newman will be there, guys. Thank you guys. Sorry, we couldn't take. And you can any of you guys can make an appointment with me. My appointments are open at rnlockgroup.com, and you can club in a couple of people if you want to in that particular appointment, guys. uh it's rn law group you can book it my schedule is all available there thank you for listening to ready and newman daily podcast we sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review for more information or if you want to make an appointment check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com have an awesome day